Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 3, 2, 3 2, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix Nutty 4.1. Good morning. Welcome to the pre-show. Here we are. It is Thursday. It's 5.30, May 29th. So happy to have you joining us as you uh, either headed home, headed out to work. Uh, I was just going to say taking the kids to school, but there's very few schools that are left in session. A couple, but not a ton. I'm one of those parents that has a kid going to school still, but she's done today. Her, her Today's last, last day. Yeah, and then she graduates tomorrow from middle school. Ooh. So very exciting times right now in our house. She's she's so funny because she uh, she's kind of emotional about it. You know, she's like, she's counting her last like she's like this was my last recess that I will ever have in my entire life and I'm like yeah she's like this is my last hot lunch that I'll ever have at school and she keeps counting the last and I'm like you gotta stop counting the last start counting the first like this is gonna be the first time I ever go to a high school pep rally or or something like that you know so there's been a lot of uh, ups and downs but it's really exciting we're so excited for her yeah it must be cool to watch the whole process as she goes through it yeah exciting times are in front of her when she starts a new school and everything next year but that is yeah you look back oh at least she's realizing it this is my last recess it's not like she's gonna notice it a couple months now like oh darn it i didn't enjoy my last recess but you know when she was talking about that it was it did make me think like do you remember the last recess you ever took i wish i would have stopped and noticed it more because i don't remember it um i but it's sad that you, one day you have a recess mm-hmm. and then you never have another one again, unless you go to court and they take a recess. But, <laughs> I mean, think about that. Like just one day we stop going to recess. So what, it's sad. What grade is she going into then? Ninth. Ninth grade. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, go back to eighth grade. Yeah. It was just, it was a whole different, whole different setup. Yeah. We, we would be every single day we, for our recess, eighth grade, kindergarten through eighth grade, we would go outside for, it felt like for an eternity, maybe it was 15, 30 minutes if that. And uh, yeah, I don't think I was the same way as Brooklyn where I realized like, this is the last time we're going to do this guys. Let's enjoy it. I probably just went outside, played, came in and went about my business. Yeah. Didn't even think about it. So I, th- I like that she notices those things and it, it appreciates them because I sure didn't. Can't tell you the last time I took a recess or 
uh, ate a popsicle from the ice cream truck that came around or, you know, there's a lot of things that I really wish I would have appreciated more at the time. Yeah. And as a kid too, the last time you just woke up, left your house and rode your bike over to your friend's house. There was a last time that you did that. That was, like I a- do that still. <laughs> <laughs> I still go with your bell on the bike. Hey, Susan, you home? <laughs> you want to go ride bikes? Yeah. <laughs> get, get a drink maybe or something. Get a cup of coffee. What do you want to do? <laughs> How are you doing this morning? Not bad. When I, when I pulled into the radio station, there was a huge coyote going through the parking lot and it was right here at the corner here and then I noticed that the poor fellow was limping and it was his back leg. It, 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 looked, it didn't look like he was in pain but he was just limping along and I felt bad so I stopped my car and got out. Like, what am I going to do? It's a coyote and we make eye contact and he starts to keep going about his way but I don't know why I got out of my car. I just I felt bad for the guy that the, this coyote's out there. He's, he's limping around out there in the desert. Yeah, I wonder what you were going to do. Like, I don't were, know. Are you going to go like set a cast on him and send him on his way? I really don't. I stopped my car and Hi. I got uh, hello. I'm looking at him like, what am I going to do? It's not a dog. Uh, he's like looking at me. He's like, what are you going to do, dude? I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just, just so you know, I feel bad for you, buddy. Yeah. Good I'm, luck. I, I'm here for you uh, just at a distance. You yeah. know, please don't get any closer. <laughs> stay, stay where you're at. Yeah. If you would have started walking towards me, I would have been in that car driving over to my parking spot real fast. I did that before, um, but I thought it was a dog. And so, it, and they weren't limping. It was just at an intersection. And I see this dog like in the middle of it. And so I was going to help the dog. And I open my door and I start getting out and I'm, I'm hoping the light doesn't turn green, but it's zero dark 30 in the morning. So nobody is around. And I'm like, puppy, puppy. And it looks at me and I was like, wow, those long, those are legs are very long and skinny. I'm like, oh, God. And I'm like, never mind. I'm just going to get back in my car. They are beautiful animals. I know they're wreaking havoc on uh, on our animals out there. But hey, we're in we're in there. We're in, we've invaded their homes. But they are. I mean, coyotes are beautiful. They're beautiful creatures. I, th- I think they look no disrespect, a little creepy, honestly. Like when you see how long their legs are, mm-hmm. I get kind of weirded out because it it looks enough like a dog to get you sucked in. But then you're like, nope, something's different about you. So, oh, and, and you're more vicious. OK. No, 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 no. I'm out of here. And those teeth, too. When you see those teeth, coyote's teeth, so sharp and so big. Have you been face to face with a coyote where you saw their teeth? It's so weird on TikTok. When I open up TikTok, recently I've been getting these like coyote videos of people who have coyotes as pets. Oh, you're on coyote TikTok. I'm on coyote TikTok, apparently, for some reason. Probably now that I'm talking about it, I'll be even more. But you see it, and this one guy has his coyote, and he's showing the type of fur and the coat that a coyote has. And then it shows its teeth. You're like, whoa, those are some savage looking teeth. Yeah, those, uh, those guys. Or if you have small animals, mm-hmm. so just be very careful. I, I just saw in the news a couple of weeks ago that one got someone's uh, cat in outside, and I was just like, oh, that's gotta, that's gotta feel awful. Oh my gosh, heartbreaking. Know? Yeah, just couldn't imagine. so bad. But yeah, we are ready to get things going. It's almost the weekend. We're so happy to have you guys here. So let's get started. Let's uh, start the show with the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear "Poison" by Belle Biv DeVoe? <laughs> See by Tonic. If you could only see the way she loves me, maybe we'd understand why I feel this way. Or do you want to hear Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus? Yeah, 
Those are your choices. You can get your votes in a couple of ways. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or just text or call us with your vote. 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, we have the Daily Dirt. The cast of Selling Sunset, they're getting death threats. What happened on the show? Details in about five minutes. And the votes are in. And Poison by Belbeth DeVoe is the pre-show you pick up. You choose the music, you pick it, we play it. Awesome. It's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show, you pick them. Mix 94.1. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Going to start here with the new season of Selling Sunset. Have you watched a couple of episodes? How far are you into it? Uh, I think we're on like the fourth episode, third or fourth. Okay, so there's a new girl. Her name is Nicole Young, and she's feeling some serious fallout from her feud with co-star Chrishell. So TMZ says Nicole is getting brutal death threats now that their battle on the show is out there in the latest season. If you haven't seen the new season... Tensions got high after Nicole claimed Chrishell stole the credit for listing they were working on together. She also claimed Chrishell was handed listings from head honcho Jason Oppenheim because they used to date. Sparks started to fly. Chrishell even called Nicole the B-word straight to her face. Now, TMZ, uh, TMZ says, aside from the death threats, she's been getting hit with meth addict accusations, loads of hateful speech from Craze fans, some of whom found her address and phone number and are sending stuff to her house and calling her personal cell phone number. They've been officially calling out her family, and now this is starting to impact her mental health. Nicole has backed out of appearances in podcast tapings because of the hate that she's getting. Now, despite all the anger coming her way, sources say that Nicole is standing by her comments on the new season, claiming that not enough context was shown in the final edit. Yeah, they, those two went at it. I, I saw the episode where she called her a bee right to her face, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Woo. But, I mean, I think they're both overreacting a little bit. The one girl is like, the Nicole girl's like, you you stole the credit for this listing and blah, blah, blah. And Chriselle's like, who made the money from the listing? And she's like, well, I did. But she's like, you may, I didn't make any money from it. What are you talking about? So, yes, maybe she got the credit, but she never got paid anything for it. So the Nicole girl got the money? She's she ups- got the money. She and uh, Jason split it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Why is she upset then? I, I don't know. She wanted the credit, apparently. But the whole thing, though, too. I mean, if, if fans, if you're watching the show and you're passionate about it, still to call the girl and send death threats. I mean, come on. Yeah. Just things a little it, bit too far. It's, it's a reality show, people. Yeah. Relax. Uh, let's talk. <laughs> about sports and there's a lot happening tonight so uh, first off the las vegas aces the ladies play again tonight this will be their second game of the season they are in la they won their first game they defeated the seattle storm 105 to 64 if you didn't know that first game set a league record for margin of victory in a season opener um, it was a 41 point margin of victory so we'll see what happens when they're in la and then tonight our vegas golden knights in dallas five o'clock it's game four let's see what happens tonight it's gonna be exciting i hope we have the same outcome as a uh, Florida did last night, so that that would be very nice. Yeah, if you missed it, Florida swept Carolina, so Florida's waiting to find out who takes the series with the Vegas Golden Knights in Dallas, and hopefully the fans will be a little bit calmer there in Dallas tonight and not be throwing stuff on the ice, and, and stuff at our players too. Yeah, that's just really classless, and I have to say, I was really, um, I, I thought it was really cool because I saw a lot of 
conversations regarding the behavior of a lot of fans online from Dallas Stars fans. And I'd say 90% of them were just like, I am ashamed of our fans. How could we do that? That was just so classless. And they were really reprimanding themselves and, and apologizing. Like, Vegas, please know that those fans that did that are not indicative of our fan base. We are so sorry. So I thought that was really cool. That is really classy of those fans, too. Because, yeah, it, it, one or two, or, I mean, it was more than one or two at that game. But there's that handful of standout fans that give, you know, your, your team, your fan base a bad reputation. It, people are a blanket statement. Oh, Dallas Stars fans are the worst. Look what they do at their games when there's a... Like, so many percentage of them are, are outstanding fans. So many of them were just so ashamed of the behavior and they were apologizing. And, and so, yeah, hopefully it's a, I mean, it's not going to be a friendly environment uh, by any means, but let's just not throw things. Yeah. <laughs> Scream all you want, yeah. make some signs, just throw stuff on the ice. Katy Perry has been getting some bad press this season for supposedly being the mean judge on American Idol. And now she's considering quitting the show. So this comes from the British tabloids. But they say that Katy feels like the producers have thrown her under the bus by editing the show to make her seem nastier. Katie has been on the show for six seasons, and she actually got booed earlier this year for critiquing one contestant's outfit. She was also dragged online for shaming a 25-year-old female contestant who had three kids. So she did get a lot of heat this past season, but to me, she seems like a really strong woman who's just like, this stuff doesn't get to her, maybe? Well, yeah, and I... I don't I don't watch so I don't really know yeah. how it's been. I've only seen clips here and there. But I'm wondering if Lionel or Luke said the same things that she did if they would be criticized as harshly. It just it seems like our our patience sometimes for like the female judges they come across as that's so mean that's so rude but if uh one of the male judges says it they're like they're just being honest uh -huh. you know like remember simon everyone oh gosh i mean yeah. what what horrible things did he say to people but everyone's like he's great he's just speaking his mind that's fantastic he calls the shots like he sees them yeah, more exactly. people should be like that and when they are they get heat for it so we'll have more dirt coming up in the seven o'clock hour right around seven fifteen. it's mix 94.1 mercedes in the morning Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1847. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Thursday, May 25th, 6 o'clock, almost to the weekend. Let's go. So excited. How you doing? Not bad. Not bad. It was nice. It was a beautiful Wednesday and... Um, in our house, we've discovered that our dog, our Australian cat dog, Jax, he's got some uh, he's got some jumping skills. And so Laura bought an actual this jump that we set up in our backyard and started with him uh, very small jumps, got a little higher, a little higher. And so last night he was jumping close to three feet last night in our backyard, and we we're very impressed with his skills last night. That's uh, you've got a dog doing. I I don't want to say stupid pet tricks. That was a thing back in the day on uh, David Letterman, if you ever watched. But it's not a stupid pet trick. It's just a pet trick. It's just a pet trick. Does your pet have any tricks? And if so, what can your pet do? And we were impressed with Jax, and I was doing some research last night. There are dog breeds out there that can jump as high as six feet, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. That is, but they're just so strong. Those hind legs really are just like springs, you know, just pop them up in the air. And we were giving him, um, we have him do like a running start to clear like this three foot jump. And he was, he was running and figured a nice little distance to clear it. He was clearing it fine with ease. And then he landed and he looked over the jump and just jumped over from a, for a standstill position just weeding over the jump We're like dude the, you got some 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 power there the power yeah of those legs that's really cool my dogs when i had dogs 
Um, the old, let's see, what could they do? Do they have any talents aside from eating and sleeping? I'm trying to think. I had pugs, so not the most active dogs. You know what? I did teach them how to shake and roll over. I was very proud of that. That was uh, cute and was all by hand signals. Um, Max was the best at it, but I got Molly to do it too. It was just hard because she was a little heavier. Mm -hmm. So she would do the rollover thing and she'd really have to gain some momentum to get her whole body over so she'd start and she'd get stuck stuck i'm like come on molly come on molly and she'd go what and then turn her over i was like good girl here's a treat you would uh how, well, you had a, like a, you had a hand gesture or a verbal command for yeah, the yeah hand gesture um uh okay so i had um sit was like a fist in the air i would do a sit mm -hmm. and i i turn my hand i go roll over i do that and there was another one uh, speak. I would go like this. I go speak, and they go. Arr, arr, arr. <laughs> that was how they didn't do a, a big bark. It was more like a whine. Arr, arr, arr. They were so cute. Isn't it mind blowing the things you can teach teach animals to do? Like, They're so smart. They really are. You're teaching your pugs how to roll over, sit, shake hands, and so many other commands you can do. But I mean, that that's cool to sit there and have that tricked with a little hand command and see your dogs just start rolling over. Do you have? Uh, does Momo do any trick stuff? He does. He does sit paw. Down, circle, touch, and we actually have an agility course in our apartment complex. He could do the agility course. Up the ladder, down the ladder, up the five steps, hop through the three hoops. It is incredible, these dogs. And he's just a little shih tzu. That's so cute. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, coming up here uh, on the show, we have a lot going on, including tickets for you to go see Seal. That happens in the 8 o'clock hour, right around 825. And then up next, we do have What's Trending. What do you have for us? Well, the loss of a music legend. We are going to talk about the incredible Tina Turner. Also, Taylor dropped some big music news, and Netflix has started the crackdown. That's all coming up next in What's Trending. Trending already. We're trending now. Well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Tina Turner is trending this morning. The music icon widely referred to as the queen of rock and roll passed away yesterday at the age of 83. If you don't know her backstory, she rose to fame in the 1960s as part of the Ike and Tina Turner review with her husband, Ike Turner. He, after escaping his abuse in 1976 she began her solo career and it took off in 1984 with her album private dancer which has this song i'm sure many of you know what's love got to do with it better be good to me the title track private dancer uh huge the following year she played anti-edit Entity in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. I remember seeing that, uh, but I did not understand what was going on with it. Yes, uh, I, the song was awesome. I remember the song. I still listen to the song to, uh, to this day. But yeah, same thing. It was just like it was cool. Looked like mean people. She looked cool in it, and the song was awesome. Yeah, she uh, is just so talented. Her um, her nineteen eighty six memoir called I Tina detailed Ike's abuse and her journey back to the top, and inspired the nineteen ninety three movie that was called What's Love Got to do with it. Tina credited her legendary stamina to exercise, eating well, never smoking, drinking, or doing drugs. And again, she died at the age of 83 at home at her home in Switzerland. I was shocked. I didn't know she was ill uh, when I, I saw it on social media. I was scrolling through stories and someone posted a picture of her. And I, I had no idea that she was ill. 
So it was a complete shocker when I saw that news. Sad news. Yeah, it was. But she was a very private person in her later years. She didn't do a lot of interviews. If they, if she did, it was a big event. And uh, yeah, just she really enjoyed life with her husband living in Switzerland. It was. It's kind of like that's that's the way to do it. You have your success, and then you stop and enjoy all of your successes, the things that you got from them. So um, she was just amazing. So talented. Also trending this morning is Taylor Swift. She is in the midst of her era's tour, releasing Taylor's versions of her previous albums. And now Taylor has another surprise for us. She is dropping a deluxe edition of her latest album, and she's calling it Midnight's Till Dawn Edition. She announced that the song Karma... Uh, she, she will be getting a new remix of this song featuring rapper Ice Spice. That's going to be an interesting collab. I cannot wait to hear that one. Also, there will be a new version of Lana Del Rey's collab, Snow on the Beach. This new version will have more Lana on it. She said they both went back to the studio, and you're going to hear a little more Lana. We'll also be getting a vault track from Midnight's called You're Losing Me. This new deluxe edition is going to be released tonight, 9 p.m. our time. Go back. She is always, I mean, she's always keeping her fans so happy. She's full of surprises. Though, Ice Spice, isn't that the uh, the girl that her boyfriend was um, making fun of in a podcast back in February? Matty Heedy's is that his name from 1975? Uh, Matty Healy. Healy. What about him? He was, we had the story earlier this week. He was making comments about her, derogatory comments and yeah. mocking her, 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 her accent and everything else in a podcast earlier this year. And Taylor fans were upset about that. Now here she comes out with a song with her. Maybe that's a, that's a message to him. I know that he did apologize. I mean, it's up to her to accept that apology. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he's made a lot of questionable com- comments that I think a lot of people are kind of questioning. Why are you with this guy? But uh, he just said, you know, I'm sorry if I offended you, which to me is kind of like, that's not an apology. I'm sorry if I offended you. You should say, I'm sorry for saying that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, uh, that's a good point. Um, but then he he did come out and say that um, he was just making a joke and he doesn't want Ice Spice to think he's a jerk. And so, yeah, that was uh, that's very odd that, that that track is all set and ready to go mm-hmm. when he said something like that. So that is trending. And then finally trending this morning is... Netflix, beware, you guys. They've started rolling out their crackdown on password sharing in the U.S. From here on out, anyone using your account better live with you because they're charging another $7.99 for anyone living outside your home to use your account. Now, premium subscribers can add up to two non-household members, while standard plan subscribers can only add one. Primary account holders will have to set a household location on their devices, although you'll still be able to use your account when you travel. And don't bank on customer outrage making all of this go away because Netflix has already started doing it in other countries, and they've actually seen an increase in paid memberships in some regions, including Canada. So the crackdown is on, and that is what's trending. Hey, Steph. Hey. Are you this morning saying, I want to be where the people are? I want to see. Want to see, see them dancing. Look at walking around on those. What, what do you call them? Oh, 
feet. <laughs> we went to the Little Mermaid screening last night. It was so good. I saw your photos on Instagram stories. I wanted to bring it up at 5.30, but we'll get to it a little bit later on in the show. How was the movie last night? Oh, man. I uh, So many feels for me. I don't know how it was for you, Steph, but there were a couple of points where I teared up because I just remember the first time I saw the Little Mermaid cartoon, and I just thought Halle Bailey really sounded just so beautiful and i remember a specific part and it's if you've seen the cartoon you know it you know when she goes up on the rocks and it's like part of your world i started tearing up yes this she did such a great job i don't know what you th- what, what did you think about it, Steph? I thought that the movie did really well adding the new stuff. They have new songs in it. The actors were great. I really liked Prince Eric. Me he did too. Really, really well. He his face reminds me of one of our coworkers' faces. When I was watching, I kept looking. I'm like, that looks like so and so. Like they have different color hair. Uh-huh. But I was just like, oh my gosh, that's so bizarre. Who's the coworker? Do you want to say? It was one of our street teamers. Yes. <laughs> yes. He looks like Lucas. Yes. Looks like Lucas. Yes. Oh, right like Lucas. Exactly. <laughs> Like him. That comes out this weekend then? Yeah, oh, it comes out. So, right. oh man, you know, it, take the time if you have the time. I really loved it. Great, great movie. Well, your uh, your reviews are always spot on. So there you go. It's going to be a big hit this weekend. And on the show, don't forget, there's tickets for you to go see Seal. We have them coming up in the 8 o'clock hour around 825. Electric cars. They seem like a cool thing to own. I see all of you driving around in those uh Teslas and Priuses and stuff. But what about the OG electric car? The one that doesn't need a charge from uh from the outlet in in the garage that Tesla comes in and puts. It's like you you plug it in or there's a battery in there. The small ones. I'm talking about those little electric cars that you had as a kid. Do you remember those? <laughs> I do. I didn't have one, but I uh, didn't either. They were the coolest. Thing. I was so jealous of people that had them. Like you you have a car. Oh, I want a car. My uh friend had one and she just oh my gosh when I went to her house and she'd say what do you want to do I'd be like let's drive your car <laughs> and so we drive at five miles an hour all around like Wait, we were the coolest it? no she'd let me take it out solo yeah. man I felt so cool so last night well actually yesterday afternoon um I was outside and I was uh I was doing something in the garage and I hear this <laughs> I look on the street and there's these two kids in my neighborhood uh, brother and sister they're so cute and and I have to say, they're probably, they're young. One's maybe like four, and then the other is probably five. I'm not sure exactly. And the the brother is the older one, and he's driving, and then his little sister is in there with him. And uh, he's driving an electric car, and it's it looks like a mini Jeep. It looks so just like a mini jeep it's so cool and i'm i'm looking at them because i was just reminiscing of the days of how badly i wanted one of those and i look at him and he takes his arm he's got both hands on the steering wheel he takes his arm and then he puts it around his little sister (laughs) and is driving with one hand i was like oh my gosh and I know they're brother and sister, so he was. It was like he was protecting her, mm-hmm. you know. It was just the cutest thing because then they went down from the sidewalk onto um, the street, and it was like one of those bumps, and that's why I think he did it, like to to make sure she was okay when they went down the bump. It was the cutest thing, and it looked like 
for a minute, a, a real adult who would drive maybe with someone that they loved and then put their arm around them. Remember when yeah. like, people would do that? It was the cutest thing ever. My neighbor's got two kids and they're young and they've got two of those things. And they're always outside in front of our house driving around and everything. And it's so cute with them because when they're done, if they go in for dinner or whatever, um, they'll park their cars like in front of the house like they're real cars, the way they're parked on the curb. <laughs> they like, pull them up and park and you see them get out and they come walking in. My neighbor's front door is always open. The kids are coming in and out all the time. It's really sweet, but it's just the way they, they pull up. It's like, oh, uh, lunchtime, let me park my car, mom. Be in a second. They go walking inside. It's so cute. I am convinced that when kids do things that adults normally do, it's hilarious. Like like that, parking the car the same way you park the regular cars. That For an adult, who cares? It's not even anything. And a little kid who does it, that's hilarious. Him putting his arm around his passenger like, hey, <laughs> uh, and driving with one hand. I'm like, those are bad driving habits to start at such an early age, but it's so cute. When I go to the airport, where, you know, you've got your rolling luggage that you're taking through. I'll see little kids with their rolling um, Elsa pieces of luggage the mini ones and they're they're pulling it along and it makes me feel like that kid's going on a baby business trip just they're like i gotta grab my stuff i'm going on a baby business trip it's so cute there was something on the news and the volume was down so i know the story but they had a kid who was going to an office and he was dressed up and he had a little a little suit on and he had a briefcase and it was just like a little guy walking in a small i don't know what he was doing or what the story was but i just look up it was a couple days ago and there he is holding a briefcase it's like oh look at a little businessman going in to close some deals right now what's cuter than a kid with a briefcase mm-hmm. like it's just so funny with it with Adults don't even notice it, but kids, for some reason, it's so cute. I remember um, last night I was we were grabbing some popcorn before the movie and there was some guy with his uh, daughter and he told her to hold the the soda. They got a big soda with it. And seeing this tiny little girl holding a big, gigantic soda made me <laughs> laugh for some reason. I was just like, what? You're, that soda's as big as you. Oh, my gosh. There's a, uh, there's a leather repair shop in, in Green Valley. It's off of, uh, off of Eastern. And uh, they do all kinds of leather repair. And it took some of Laura's uh, horse stuff to get repaired. And, and it's like a family-owned business. And this is the first time I ever experienced this. It was about a month ago. It was a Saturday morning. I go walking in. And the owner of the shop, I can see him in the back. He's like, hey. I'm like, hey, I'm here to pick up the... Laura's boots, and all of a sudden, like his grandson, who must have been like seven years old, walks up and he's like, "Do you have a claim number?" And I'm like, "Yeah," <laughs> and I gave it to him. And I figured he'd just get my boots, and he gets my boots, Mercedes. He puts them up, and he's like, "All right, that'll be thirty-five dollars." I'm like, "Holy smokes, this kid's gonna do the whole transaction." I gave him my credit card. He ran the whole thing and gave me my receipt. I'm like, "All right, thanks, bud. Appreciate it." We when we got our house remodeled, it was the same thing. Um, the electrician was setting up like. Um, light sockets or I don't remember what they were were doing but he brought his son who was probably like 11 or 12 years old and he's like I gotta run and get something at Home Depot but left the son and he was putting in these light sockets like he was doing it himself I'm like (laughs) Are we going to get in trouble with, like, child labor yeah. laws? And, and, uh, and Matt goes, he's like, you know what you're doing? He's like, oh, yeah, I do this all the time. I'm like, wow. It was so bizarre. The kid's dad, I guess the, the owner's son, walked in. He's like, how do you do? I'm like, you should hire the kid. He's really good. Yeah, I hope you're paying him. Right? Uh, Hot 3 is coming up next. What do you have for us? Females understand people better. We just found that out in a new survey. Why? And what are the best predictors with how well you'll get along and understand get along with and understand others that is on the way also today is national wine day uh what is our favorite type of wine 
and also how much does the average person drink over the course of a year and singles are getting more matches by adding this to their dating profiles we'll tell you what it is coming up next in the hot three call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. Well, females, it seems that we understand people better. Uh, researchers did this study, and they, they wanted to test social ability, and they found that being female and educated are some of the best predictors for how well you'll get along with and understand others. Age was only associated with understanding others in later life. On average, older people had poorer ability to understand other people. They found that political views are often thought of as a barrier, but the research actually shows that a person's politics is not, in fact, linked to how well they understand others. They say that the link between being educated and female um, have a better it's it's a better indicator on understanding other uh, perspectives like their females that are educated are more likely to kind of look at the differences, but not be um, turned off by them. They'll, they'll, they'll look at different viewpoints more. The findings could definitely improve our understanding of social differences between others. But smart females, you can kind of relate to everyone. I, I say you like there's no way I could be a smart female. Well, so you are. I mean, you fit all the criteria. <laughs> you guys, you know, not me. <laughs> You're highly educated. You're a female, and uh, you you have those qualities. You're reading them like Bing, Bing, Bing. You got them all, and I think you think guys are but hard headed and and can't see past certain things. I don't think that's what it's saying. I think it's like more more of men just taking things kind of at face value like oh you know hey nice to meet you i'm bob oh but hey bob but like sometimes females kind of dig a little deeper and uh that could be good and it could be bad sometimes it could be viewed as 
kind of nosy. But I think we we un, that makes us understand people better, like who we're dealing with. And you know how you treat different people different ways because mm-hmm. you know how they are. Like I can be really blunt with this person. This one, not so much. I got to be, you know, a little more formal with this person. I think that's what it's saying. You pick up on things that maybe guys don't pick up on. I mean, yeah. so like, hey, nice to meet you. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Bob. Cool. Uh, enjoy working here. You meet Bob. You might you might pick up a little the sadness in Bob's eyes or something going on in Bob's world. You know what? The best example of it is in my eyes is is men who have there's someone that really likes you and they're flirting with you and they're trying to get your attention and you're completely oblivious to it you have no sense of someone flirting with you most guys no are like that they're, and then you're you finally admit hey i like you oh i didn't realize it you know what i mean yeah, so, uh-huh. a lot of guys don't realize it when someone is flirting with them they don't pick up on signals yes they don't. Uh-huh. um also this morning happy national wine day everyone maybe uh you should just wait until after work to celebrate on this one but uh it's really interesting because they did this study it's a huge study on wine and they found out a couple of interesting facts red wine is our favorite type of wine that's followed by white and then rosé the most popular reds are merlot cabernet pinot and red zin the top mistakes we make when drinking wine are holding the glass by the bulb instead of the stem opening it wrong and getting a bunch of pieces of cork in the bottle and mispronouncing the names when ordering wine at a restaurant so how many glasses of wine do we typically drink in one sitting 74 percent of wine drinkers say one or two nine percent say they can take down a full bottle by themselves that's five glasses (laughs) that's a lot of wine um and which country makes the best wine 19 percent of americans say the united states which is good enough for second place. 21% say France. France is the one. Italy is third at 18%. And uh, the number one thing that we consider when picking out a wine is the price. Two-thirds say it's a big factor. Brand name is next. And then the alcohol percentage. I never bothered to look at the alcohol percentage in wine. I just kind of assumed it was all similar. Mm-hmm. Um, in a blind taste test, they asked people, do you think you could tell the difference between a cheap bottle and a really good bottle? And only 36% of people think we could. Oh, I, I could not. I could not tell the difference because I remember it was uh, a party at your house. Maybe it was your graduation party um, and your dad was there and you had Sauvignon Blanc and I was drinking. I'm like, this is so delicious. And your dad's telling me about the bottle of wine and tell me how expensive it is. It's like a hundred dollar bottle of wine. I'm like, I can taste this. This is hell heavy. Right? This smells so good. This is so expensive wine. And then you told me it was with the Trader Joe's two buck chuck or something. Yeah, it, it wasn't the two buck chuck. I'm trying to look up the But your dad had me sold. I'm like, oh, yeah, it is a special occasion. I'm like, it is. Oh, I'm going to savor this wine. So good. Yeah, it was uh, it, it was really good. It was a good Sauvignon Blanc. And he, I remember we went to Trader Joe's to get some cases of, of wine. And he goes, I've had this one before. Your white wine drinkers will never know it's a cheaper bottle. And I think it was six bucks, five or six bucks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Dad, no, that's no people will know. Everyone was asking, what kind of wine is this? <laughs> this is delicious. Having to go back and apologize for questioning him was very humbling, but he was completely right. <laughs> so you're like, what, what, 100 bucks? It's like, hey, $6. We know it's not Mercedes. Your dad said it's 100 bucks. I can't tell the difference between like a $10 bottle, dollar bottle of wine and a $40 bottle of wine. I cannot tell the difference, but I can tell the difference between a $10 bottle of wine and say like a $100 bottle okay. of wine. It's really weird uh, that... That's the only way I can tell the difference if it's a really high end 
And you know, I, I think a $10 bottle of wine actually is good. I think a lot of, you can get some really good wines for 10 to 15 bucks. Yeah, that's when I when I go to the store buy a bottle of wine. My price point is in the fifteen to eighteen dollar range. Yeah. Is what I'm just thinking because we may not finish the bottle. I don't want you know. We'll see what happens to it. If I'm going twenty five thirty, that's the from from a store. That's the special occasion wine. Yeah, that's uh, that's where you're you're being fancy. Yeah, fancy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Finally, this morning, Business Insider says that singles are adding their credit scores to their dating profiles to get more matches. Uh, they say that uh, one woman says she got 1.2 million views on her Hinge dating profile when she uploaded her 804 credit score. She said um, that she it kind of weeded out the people and she wanted to have someone that had a similar credit score. She says, um, I have a lot to offer. So if they have good credit and good humor, I think that they should show it. Okay, so what if you get catfished on your on your credit score? He put down he was an eight hundred, but he's actually five fifty. Let me call Equifax and find out. <laughs> we have our seven AM social club. We'll be live for the entire hour from seven to eight AM on, on our Facebook page and YouTube page with the Mercedes in the morning. And that starts in about two minutes. Hey, we want to wish Paxton a happy last day of third grade. I know most of Clark County has wrapped up. There's some private schools that are still wrapping up. And I know that Paxton and mom listen on the Odyssey app from Arizona. So happy last day of school, you guys. Um, I have to just going back and thinking about when you were in school. I have to ask you if you've done a couple of these things. Okay. okay? Uh Um, Have you ever used a pencil to rewind a cassette tape? Yes. You have. Yeah, especially if it would, I remember the cassette tapes would also sometimes get loose and the cassette, the film itself would come out. So you'd stick that eraser and, and turn it to get it all nice and tight. Yes, I have. Okay. Um, I'm wondering if there are any kids listening at this hour on summer vacation, if you even know what that means. Did you? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, have you ever had a notebook where you kept track of your friend's phone numbers? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think it said addresses on the outside of it. <laughs> I just kept the phone numbers, not addresses. I still have them, too, because they, they transitioned into my time starting to produce in radio and stuff. And, and I just recently found them. I was going through them and to see, like, the celebrity contacts I would write down in my uh, in my address book. <laughs> there, was, there had to be a way to keep track of all that stuff. You yeah. Know? It was you? way too much. Uh you know what? No, I didn't. I only memorized my good friend's phone numbers. I mean, I would write some on random pieces of paper and then lose it, but I never had an official I never had an official address book. I'm kind of ashamed of that. I feel like I should have, but no. Um, I did have a business card holder. Oh, but not when I was a kid. Not when I was a kid. Yes. Uh, well, uh, you would open it up, right? Let my, my baby uh, business card. Here, let me give you my baby card. Here. What about this? Um, have you ever printed out directions from MapQuest? Oh, gosh, yes. And then they get you, you shuffle the pages the wrong way. You're like, wait a second. Is this page one or two? And you, you talk about distracted driving. You're holding up five pages in front of you to figure out where you're going. If you're my mom, you still do this. Yeah. And she's got that like dot matrix print. No, she did. it's not that old. It's a it's a regular one. <laughs> the only reason I ask you these things is uh, this th- this list came out from BuzzFeed about if it says if you did any of these things growing up, you're old. So I'm sorry to inform oh, gosh. I There's so many more. And I, there are a couple I've not heard even I don't even know like this one. OK, mm-hmm. um, if you OK, where did it go? If you have ever had separate keys 
where did it go? Oh, um, if you ever had separate keys to your cars, like one for turning on the engine and one for unlocking the doors. I've never had that. Have not had them. I am familiar with them. Being in the car world and stuff, I have seen them. Because the um, if you had the two sets, if you had the two keys, the key that had the round edge was for unlocking the car, and the key that had the square end was for starting the car. So you can look at them and know the difference between the two. Okay, round one, unlock it. Square one, start the car. Was this a common thing? I I've always had one key for all of it. I I didn't even know that. Even I, my dad's like Volkswagen, which was really. Oh, did it have two keys? Oh, gosh, well, maybe it was American car versus Volvo Swedish, right? Volvo Swedish? No, Volkswagen. Volkswagen. This, the bug. Oh, the bug, yeah. Um, oh. But I, I know like the cars in the 60s and 70s, yeah, had they had the two keys. Okay. Did but you, you probably had a car, your, your car's probably later in models, or maybe at that, t- that point in the, the car you had transitioned to just the one key. Yeah, I was uh, definitely not around in the 60s. Or <laughs> yes. Uh, not saying you were there, but maybe you had a car from that era. Um, let's see here. If you wanted to watch a movie, did you ever have to change the channel to Channel 3? Uh, yes, and also the VCR to play video games, too. Channel 3 or Channel 4. Oh, yeah. Yes. That was back when they had different input options. Yes. There. Uh, how do you know you're old? What what have you seen that the, most kids today would have no idea what you were talking about? Every single one of these. I My test is, would my kid understand this? And the answer is no to all of them. Do you remember? Oh, this one says, when everyone's favorite treat was a push-up pop where you basically ate ice cream out of a toilet paper roll. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember those yes. push? Oh, those! I forgot all about those. It was like an orangey flavor, an orange cream. Yeah, and the bottom was the best too because at that point it would start to melt. At that point, and the, the pop would come up. You start licking it off the uh, the base, the plastic mm-hmm. base of the thing. Oh man, that was some good stuff. Kids should know that one. Do you remember VCRs and use when you use the VCR if you wanted to record something, let's say at midnight and you're going to bed at I don't know nine o'clock? Would you change the settings so it would record in a slower speed? So you'd have six hours of record time versus two hours of record time? Oh, yeah. It was like LP, SLP, and SP or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, the SP, I think, was the best. And then if you went SLP, that was the slowest. That was the worst quality possible. I thought the slowest was the best quality. When you put more when you put more things on there, the quality lessened. No, it's if you if you use if you recorded for two hours, it'd be better quality versus. Oh, that's what I yeah, meant. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Versus the six hours. Okay. Hey, yeah, cut. I don't remember that though. No, no, that's what my <laughs> my, my dad told me that. Uh. <laughs> that was back, 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 back in the day. Way back when. Coming up here in the dirt, the cast of Selling Sunset—they're getting death threats. What happened on the show? We have the details coming up in about ten minutes. It's Mix ninety four point one. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. So selling Sunset, the new the new girl on the show, her name is Nicole Young, and she's getting some serious fallout from her feud with co-star Chriselle. Uh, TMZ says that Nicole is getting brutal death threats now that the battle that she had on the show is out for everyone to see. If you haven't seen the new season, tensions get real high after Nicole claimed Chriselle stole the credit for a listing they were working on together. She also claimed Chriselle was handed listings from head honcho Jason because they used to date. Sparks flew quite a bit with Chriselle even calling Nicole the B-word straight to her face. TMZ says aside from the death threats, she's been getting hit with meth addict accusations and loads of hateful speech from, from just crazed fans, some of whom who found her address and phone number. They've been calling out her family. It is now impacting her mental health. Nicole has backed out of appearances and podcast tapings because of all the hate that she's getting from the show. Um, sometimes we got to just remember these are reality shows and half the time what you see is not 
reality in any shape, way, or form. Like, people need to chill. Fans get so crazy. It's just insane. They get so worked up. And speaking of worked up fans, tonight our Vegas Golden Knights in Dallas. Game four starts at 5 o'clock. Uh, you were saying that a bunch of the Dallas Stars fans came out and said, please, those fans you saw the other night are not a representation, uh, do not represent the, the entire fan base of the Stars. Yeah, I went to the Dallas Stars Twitter just because I was curious as to what they were saying. And then you know how they issued that apology the other day. Um, and it's their pinned tweet right now. If you go to it and then look at some of the responses, um, a lot of people from Dallas were just saying, we are so sorry. We are we are Stars fans. And just so you guys know, we're not all like that. That was inexcusable. Sorry, Golden Knights fans, and it's, it, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, it's really cool that they're coming out and speaking up. Uh, also tonight are Las Vegas Aces. They have their second game of the season. They are at the L.A. Sparks tonight and then they come back for the home opener weekend LA Sparks on Saturday and then they have a game on Sunday Um, Taylor Swift just landed a record extending 66 week at number one on the artist 100 chart Swift now holds the record for the most weeks at number one on the artist 100 chart also all nine of her albums maintain positions within the top 40 on the billboard hot 200 chart Swift becomes the first artist to have nine albums in the top 40 simultaneously twice since the chart started back in 1963. And she just announced yesterday uh, two new uh, mixes of her songs, Karma and Snow on the Beach, and then she's going to take a song out from the vault and release that tonight. So she's just, she knows what she's doing. She Keep doing what you're doing, Taylor. It's working. So smart. Uh, last one here, Ultimate Classic Rock. They put out a list of Rock's best summer soundtrack songs. So I'm going to give you the song, Mercedes. I want to see if you can give me the movie that it's from. Oh, gosh. Okay. And these are some of these, uh, these are all like uh, 80s, actually. So here is the first one. Caddyshack. Yes. All right. Top Gun. Yes. Rocky. Yes. You know which one? Rocky three. Uh, I'll give you Rocky though. Okay. The power of love. Back to the future. Yes. All right. Three more. Oh. Beverly Hills Cop. Yes. Okay. Beverly Hills Cop two. Bob Seger. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Young Guns. Yes. And then the last one. Late nineties. Get it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh, nice. look at that. Look now at we're going to do Beat Mercedes Movie Edition. <laughs> <laughs> we have tickets for you to see Seal next hour at 825. Last night, Steph and I went and saw the premiere of The Little Mermaid, the live action version with Halle Bailey and... I just thought it was so great. It, I think they did a really good job. I was wondering, like, this is my favorite Disney movie of all time. Is it going to translate? And I thought there were some neat little surprises. Um, I thought I thought Halle Bailey did a great job. The guy who played Eric, 
was so cute and just such a good actor. I I thought it was great. What do you think, Steph? I thought the same thing. Love the new additions. I love the uh, I love Squirtle. Squirtle's Aquafina's voice. She was awesome as Squirtle. And I loved um, Sebastian, too. Yes. That was uh, David Diggs. Yes, from Hamilton. Yes. yes. And so that was really cool. It was funny, though, because we had to get there early because it was like a packed house. And I brought Brooklyn with me. Steph brought James. And we're sitting there. And, and Brooklyn and Steph are sitting next to each other. So I was I was kind of putting out a fire um, on my cell phone. There was some stuff going on. and I was taking care of it. But I could overhear the two of you talking. And Steph and Brooklyn were talking about Brooklyn and her sports. And, and Steph's like, how many sports do you play? What do you like best? And I heard her say, like, I played softball starting at five until nine. And, and then she was telling you about her basketball, but how volleyball is her A number one. That's the one that she likes the best. And I love how Brooklyn really just talks about how much she loves volleyball. But I, I wanted to see how much you know, if there was a sport that she didn't like and, and, and why, she goes, it's not that I didn't like it. It's because I wasn't the best at it and it was softball. So a question popped into my mind and, and it's because my husband, he brought this up when we eventually have kids. I was like, Brooklyn, if you, if you hated a sport, would you tell your parents or I, I forget how I framed it. And she goes, oh, well, I, I eventually liked volleyball better. And I was like, all right, well, this is what James says when eventually when we have kids is he wants to put him in a ton of sports. Like, um, it doesn't matter. Boys, girls, whatever we have, he wants to put him in a ton of sports. But if they are not good at one sport, and we've done everything we could, we've done private lessons, we've put in money <laughs> for everything, and they still are not good, he's going to take them out. He said, they suck, they're going. They're what, getting out. But what if they love it? They're not good, but they love it. That's what I told him. I'm like, okay, what if he, what if he's like the next Michael Jordan, where unfortunately he didn't make his high school basketball team, and eventually he becomes a legend and icon for the NBA. He goes, they really gotta convince me. They really <laughs> gotta convince me for him to to stick it through to that sport. But that stuck in my mind, and I told Brooklyn that, and I think Brooklyn agreed with me. <laughs> Brooklyn's like, I would take him out too. I, it, it's hard to uh, to say what would be the right thing to do. I think that, and we we touched on this the other day, JC, with like super competitive sports. If your kid is not good and they're like costing games, you might feel embarrassed. And if they, not embarrassed that they're your kid, but like you feel for them because you don't want them to feel the embarrassment. Mm -hmm. I, I've been in those situations where maybe they made a mistake and it cost them the game. And I just, I feel bad for them. I'm still super proud, but I feel bad for them because they put all this pressure on themselves. But on the other side, like you wonder, is this maybe not the sport for you? I, I would let them stay in, even if they sucked. I know that people would probably disagree with me, but if they're having fun, I'll let them stay in it. I want them to stay in it. But what if they're not having fun? It, would you take them out then? Because I'm, I'm there with you. If my kid, because looking back, I wasn't the best athlete, but I, I did enjoy playing ba ba basketball and playing soccer. And same thing with football. I, I enjoyed the experience and being around my, my buddies and the practices and everything. Did I get in every game? Heck no. But I enjoyed the process. And I, my parents saw that, so they kept me in. But what if they weren't having fun? Would you force them to play a sport or would you take them out? I would take them out. Why, why, why should they play something they don't enjoy? Mm -hmm. And I, I've been in that situation uh, before with one of my daughters. She was having 
having a, a bad season in, um, I think it was softball back when they played. She's like, I'm, I don't like this sport anymore. I don't want to play anymore. And my one stipulation is you have to finish the season. You cannot leave your teammates in a, in a lurch like that. Then you can quit after that. And she did. She finished and she quit. What's <laughs> that cool, was that. What else needs your lesson too? You, you don't quit on yeah. You don't quit on your friends. They need you. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's a good lesson too. Okay, we have the hot three is coming up next. What do you have for us? All right, doing this can help people tolerate pain better. What is that? Also, um, we're going to tell you about uh, young adults. They're taking longer to reach these key life milestones, and a Florida man. Lost his arm to a gator and says, eh, this is no big deal. <laughs> we'll talk about all that coming up next in the Hot 3. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. People who engage in more physical activity end up having a higher tolerance for pain. A group of researchers evaluated data from over 10,000 adults, and uh, they found that those who were physically active in either round of the study demonstrated a better capacity to handle pain compared to those who reported a sedentary lifestyle in both instances. Participants who were more physically active in the uh, earlier survey also showed a higher overall pain tolerance. Have you? Who do you think can endure pain better men or women oh women i don't even think about that yeah. ladies lady childbirth i hear it could be uh, pretty intense at times 100 percent, ladies wasn't there um a study about hair color and i want to say they they said if you have red hair you have the highest pain tolerance of them all have you heard that I have before? not heard that. I'm trying to think of the redheads that I know in my life. And are they tough ladies? Yes, they, they do seem. I worked with a lady back at the, uh, at the hotel. Her name was Kelly. Redhead. Uh, and she was, she, was, she, was, she was a tough woman. She was cool. Really tough, though. Um, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Carrot Top. Pain tolerances up there. Um, of you and your wife, who's is higher? Oh, Laura. Hundred yeah. percent, yeah. The stuff she deals with, her Crohn's disease and everything else, I would, I would, I, would, oof, I wouldn't be able to do it. That's uh, that's nice of you to recognize that. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it between you and that? Oh, me, one hundred percent. He, I mean, if if some if he stubs his toe, he's like, ah, ah. I'm like, ouch, and then I move on. You I'm know? visiting Peter Griffin and Family Guy. There was an episode where he stubs his toe, and it's like two minutes of him just lying on the ground screaming, ah. Oh! It's the same. Absolutely. And then um, like with needles, if he has to do blood testing or get a shot or something, he's like, oh, oh my gosh. Ah." And they put it in. He's like, ah. (laughs) And literally, I'm just there like, dude, you know, okay, thank you. Goodbye. I can do needles if someone's putting them in me, but I can't. So Laura's got a medication she takes and she's got to shoot herself up. And she's like, boop, boop, boop. And I'm like, ah, I I couldn't do it. I I can have someone... Shoot me up, shoot me up, but put needles in me, yeah. but, but I couldn't do it myself. I couldn't uh, do it. As far as like shots, are you okay with that? Like just a shot or just taking blood? Or oh, both? no, I can do a shot. Yeah, can I, can, I can do a shot. Yeah. yeah. I just couldn't administer it myself, but she can. I think you'd be surprised. I used to have to administer uh, like B12 shots to myself. They Like the doctor would give me the stuff and I do it every week. And it was just easy. You just grab grab your belly, mm-hmm. and, and take a little chunk of fat, and right there, just go right in. Yeah, you don't even really feel it if it's directly into the fat. <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny. It's like, whoa! I, I did. I just give myself. Yeah. Um, also, this morning. Um, so 
this shouldn't surprise anyone, but it's actually interesting to see the data on this. A new Pew Research report found that young adults are taking longer to hit key milestones in life, like their first job, their first apartment, their first kid. Uh, Here's some of the milestones and how many of us hit them by age 21 these days compared to 1980. Okay, so your first full time job. 64% 64% had one by age 21 in 1980. Now, 39%. Financial independence, you're not relying on the parents anymore. 42% back then, 25% now. Your first apartment, 62% had one by age 21 in 1980 compared to 51% now. Marriage, 32% of people were married by age 21 back in 1980 compared to just 6% now. I mean, that's a huge gap. I I was really surprised. 32% down to 6%. And then their first kid back uh, in 1980, 18% had their first kid by 21 and only 6% have their first kid now. Do you have have any of them on the list? No. (laughs) First full-time job, that's... uh, No, I didn't have that at 21. I was still in school. Um... Financial independence, definitely not. First apartment, no. Uh, Yeah, none of this. You? I had the full-time work. I was working at the rental car place 40 hours a week. That was full-time. Maybe it was an hourly job, but yeah, I was was there 40 hours a week, so full-time job. And then uh, first apartment, I moved in before uh, I was 20 when I got my first apartment here in Vegas. Do dorms count as apartments? I, yeah, I mean, you're, you're away from your parents. Yeah, but they're they're paying the rent on that one, not me. <laughs> um, finally, this morning, some people just have this way of looking on the bright side in the darkest of times. And this guy is one of them. He's 23 years old. He's from Florida. Enough said. We need like a like a ding, like a Florida the, the ding, Flor- the Florida chime. Yeah. Um, his name is Jordan Rivera. He is in the news right now because he lost his arm to an alligator on Sunday. He was outside a bar in Port Charlotte, about ninety miles south of Tampa. There is this pond out back, and that's where it all happened. He remembers that he fell down and then he woke up in the hospital, and it turned out a ten foot alligator got him. But people at the bar made a tourniquet and saved his life. He did this interview from his hospital bed and he was he was just so upbeat about the whole thing. He said, I lost an arm. It's not the end of the world. (laughs) I got another. Yeah. He's like, I just feel lucky to be alive. Someone started to go fund me to help cover his medical bills. Um, So if you want to donate the the campaigns called Help Jordan and his, his family, the only thing that really seemed to bug him was a rumor that he was being dumb and went out back to feed the alligator. He said he was just out there trying to go to the bathroom and the rumors about that are not true at all. Get it straight, guys. Well, like they got an arm and not something else. Going to the bathroom, my gosh. I know. That could have been really bad. <laughs> Coming <laughs> up. Tourniquet. <laughs> Tie the tourniquet, please. Uh, coming up your 8 o'clock hour. Tickets to go see Seal at 825. And it's Thursday, so we do have Judge Your Friends coming up. Yeah, we're going to give you uh, three different scenarios for each one of us. And you got to judge us. Is it something we've done before or is there just no possible way? Judge Your Friends is coming up next hour. 
calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. earth did we get on that subject was it me doing my lymphatic drainage in my face that yes got us on it? yes talking uh, about that yes so we were on the 7 a.m social and a nervous habit i get now because i i try to do it every day is i um like try to drain the lymph nodes around my neck and it's actually made my jaw look more sculpted so i kind of like the benefits i just kind of squeeze out any of the fluid and then push it up so it eventually drains and so we were talking about you know the lymph uh, lymphatic system and lymph nodes and all that and you made a comment about a time where you're you had um, very swollen lymph nodes yes in a very interesting place and what your doctor said to you when that happened, tell everyone what you just said. So yeah, his response when I showed him, well, let me tell you what happened was, uh, yeah, I had a really bad fever flu or something. This was six, seven years ago. And I remember like a fever 102, which is really bad. And the lymph nodes down in the, my groin area swelled up. They were swelled up really big and, and, um, this might be too much information, but, um, so then I started to get better and they started to drain, but unfortunately they drained down into one specific area and, um, that area like swelled up. And it was very uh, weird. Well, do you want to say the area that it did? Yes. Does, uh, is it the pinata it was, area? Yes, it was the pinata itself. Okay. And it just, like, I woke up in the morning, I'm like, what happened? Like, like three times the size. And it was like, oh, yeah, good for you. No, it's not fun. You see, you start freaking out. Cancer, what's going on? So I immediately went to my regular doctor, and he's like, I go in there, and he's like, okay, let me see what you got. It's like, okay, very humbling. You got to pull your pants down. And he goes, oh. Oh my gosh, I've never seen that before. When a doctor says that to you, it's like, wait, what? I I would have freaked out, right? Mm-hmm. I probably would have passed out right then and there. <laughs> that, that like that would terrify me. So you're saying that his bedside manner was not the best. It was not the best. It was, and this was again like like 80 years ago and I uh, remember he was sitting in the chair, he kind of pushed his chair back a little bit. Huh. Yeah. Um I'm going to refer you to someone else. I'm like, oh, what? What do you think it is? I don't know. I don't know. You're not in pain, so everything's good. And so I went to see a urologist, like someone that, you know, specializes in that area, and everything was fine. That, that's when he realized. I didn't realize it was my lymph nodes draining. I didn't know what was going on. And that's when the doctor said, were you sick? I'm like, yeah, I had a fever. He's like, were those lymph nodes swollen? I'm like, yes, they were. He's like, well, this is what happened, and this is how we fix it. And I was good within 24 hours. Have you ever had a doctor that, just did not have the best bedside manner or maybe they said something to you that was so shocking you were like excuse me um i've been pretty lucky i haven't had anyone say anything overly shocking um but i remember and i may have told this story on the air one of my girlfriends this was several years ago um she went to the obgyn no it's not that glitter story that's not right that's not fake or that's not real everybody's like oh my friend sprayed glitter if you've heard that story you know what i'm talking about but she went there she's laying on the table she's got her feet in the stirrups 
Um, the doctor comes in, knocks on the door. Duh, 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 and I always wonder, like, come in. Like, am I, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> I'm ready. Just, just come in. Um, and so he comes in and he sits down. And he, well, first, they're like, small talk. How are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. He sits down, puts the light down there and goes, all right, nice. And she's like, what? I'm sure he was just trying to be nice. But he looks and he's like, all right, nice. She said it was, she was so completely thrown off when he said What's that. your response? Thank you. What kind of response? I Thank appreciate you. it. I yeah. try to keep it up. <laughs> I worked hard at it. Thank you. Um, I I would. That's very awkward. She said she just didn't know what to say after that. Yeah. I <laughs> and then Thanks, she, Doc. I think I want to say she told me she thinks that he realized he said something weird. So they were like silent for the rest of the time. Let me just uh, take care of things and get you out of here. Very nice. Very nice. There's tickets for you to go see Seal. There's are coming up this hour at 825 when you win heads up we've got seal coming to town june 3rd at the venetian theater and you will be at that concert because your tickets are coming up here in just about five minutes it is time to be the judge and judge your friends this is a game that we play on thursday mornings order in the court order in the court we even have the real gavel we're live streaming right now on our Facebook and YouTube channels, Mercedes in the Morning. Um, I'm about to shuffle up and deal. I've got the Judge Your Friends cards with two different scenarios on them. And we, uh, oh, these are not bendable. Oh, I love how you're like doing the legit shuffle. I was trying you're to, like a but dealer. Look, they won't even bend. What? So I'm going to just have to shuffle them up on my own. Um, and the new gavel, by the way, which is a gift from a listener of ours, is a game changer. The, oh, the sound yes. it makes me to smack that thing down sounds really good. It is amazing. Okay, who's going first today? JC. JC, oh, you're up first today. All right. <laughs> I love JC in this game. It's, we do get a lot of revealing stuff. We do. All right. You. Uh, I need the defendant to please rise. JC, please rise. Mm-hmm. Um, you are being accused of... <laughs> I don't know which one to pick. They're oh, both no. kind of funny. Um, we're going to do the second one. Okay. You are being accused of breaking into someone's house. Are you guilty or are you not guilty? Steph, you go first. JC breaking into someone's house? I, I don't know if there was a different kind of JC back in the day, but I don't see that this new JC, if there's an old JC. But old JC, let's think of uh, college days or even high school days, JC. Ah, with his buddies. What is his name? Sean Tuhill. Oh, Sean, oh wow. Yeah. You have a great memory. You. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking of his buddies and all the things that he would share on the air. Oh, was Sean a bad influence on JC? Or maybe JC was a bad influence oh. on Sean. <laughs> I still can't see it. I don't see JC, but oh, the neighbor's house are gone for the weekend. <laughs> so I'm going to say not guilty with that. I don't see you breaking into someone's house. Right. Not guilty. All right. Um, as soon as I saw this, the answer was in my head. And that answer is absolutely. He is absolutely. <laughs> he is absolutely broken into someone's house. Only the longest. <laughs> True. Um, I don't think it was a case of I'm going to go into this house and burglarize it. Not, not at all. But I think it's like, 
oh, you know, uh, my buddy, Mike, he's not here, but we got to get in the house or let's go in the house and wait for him. So let's break in and, you know, find a window we could climb through. Or perhaps it was when you were a kid and mom and dad weren't home and you didn't have a key and you had to find a way in. So you broke into your own house. You took a screen off the window, jumped in there. Um, You're living at Paradise Base Club and you forgot your keys. So you are going to jump on the balcony and then enter through the sliding glass door so i say absolutely you have broken into someone's house before i see jc thinking i am thinking i'm thinking it's the moment of truth it is will the defendant please rise jc you are being accused of breaking into someone's house are you guilty or are you not guilty i sat there Going through all the scenarios, both of you painted out. And the ones you were doing Mercedes, I'm like, have I? Paradise Bay Club, Gill's apartment, all these places. My own home? Not guilty. What? Not guilty. Oh, my Not guilty. Gosh. I'm thinking. I'm trying to think. I must have. I must have. I must have. I can't think of a certain case of doing it, you know, on that style. Not some random house. I want to find some things. Yeah. But, like, yeah, locked out of my house. Can't think of a case where it happened. Um, I've been locked out of Paradise Bay Club, but back then I could just walk up and like, yeah, I'm apartment 202. Yeah. I get some keys. Like, yeah, sure. Here you go. Uh, I should have gone with the first scenario. It was sniffed glue. Oh, (laughs) guilty. (laughs) All right. That means where are my cards? Um, Steph, you are up next. Are you ready for this? Uh I'm ready. Let's do it. We're playing Judge, Your Friends, and... The, uh, let's see here. Okay, we got it. All right. Will the defendant please rise? Steph, you are being accused of smuggling something across a state or international border. (laughs) Smuggling something across a state or international border. Are you guilty or are you not guilty? Not to sound like uh, I'm repeating myself, but when I saw this, I thought of the answer and it popped into my head right away. And I said, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do think you have smuggled something across a state or international border. Maybe uh, you and the friends went down to Mexico, went down to TJ when you were living in San Diego and you picked up, I don't know, some of their... uh, no prescription needed um, antibiotics or um, I don't know, whatever. Or perhaps you had a banana in the car driving to Vegas and you crossed uh, the the fruit line, (laughs) the no fruit flies line. So you smuggled into Nevada, smuggled fruit, fruit smuggler. I absolutely say yes, you have smuggled (laughs) something across an international or state border. (laughs) Okay, JC? Uh, Yeah, it's uh, not Smokey and the Bandit. It's Smokey and Staff smuggling stuff across state line. That's the first thing I went to, Mercedes, was because I think we're all guilty of bringing fruit into California. I'm guilty of that. I definitely think Steph is eating a banana, driving through. uh, Probably drove by the uh, fruit checkpoint person and they waved at her. So I think she's guilty there. But also, too, Mercedes brought something up, that trip to... uh, they maybe a trip to Tijuana. They had something there, that, you know, in those the pharmacies that are around every corner. You can walk in and buy some goods. I think, yeah, I think for sure, Steph. And not like pain pills or something no. like that. More like, oh, antibiotics for the next time I get sick? Oh, or medication for so-and-so? Yes. Steph, 100%. You smuggler, you're guilty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Will the defendant please rise? Order in the court. Order in the court. 
Steph, you're being accused of smuggling something across a state or international border. Are you guilty or are you not guilty? I've been on many trips before. I remember I studied abroad in New Zealand even. I have been to Mexico plenty of times. State to state road trips plenty of times. I've done thousands of those. But I've never, ever ah, smuggled anything liar, illegal. Liar, not even fruit. Liar. I am so paranoid about those things. I make sure that we leave everything where it's supposed to be. If we did something in Mexico, it stays in Mexico. Oh, man. You never drove home to California with fruit in your car. No, never. I always make sure because I'm, like, I'm not going to get stopped at that fruit line, people. We are going to make sure we go right through. <laughs> I got no time to waste. I'm not, not, not guilty, I'm not guilty of that. Wow. Oh, man. Man, I am in shock. I am 0 for 2 today. Yeah. Yeah, this is a terrible one. All right. Order in the court. Our final defendant. Mercedes, please, please rise. You are being accused of spying on a neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> are you guilty or are you not guilty? JC? Uh, I'm going to say guilty. Guilty, guilty. Um, you peeking, spying, peeking through a window. What's going on next door? Let me see. Or there's some ra- random activity. Let me see if we can pull it up on the cameras. I think, yeah, um, for sure. I know you have an issue with the neighbor. Some trees going on. Maybe you watch them to see what they're doing. Your last house. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Mercedes, I'm going to say you're 100% guilty. Okay, guilty. Did not need that much time to deliberate on that one. <laughs> Steph, you're up. What do you think? Mercedes, it's easy. You're so guilty. <laughs> I can, the, not just the cameras, but you see something going on in the back, maybe on the side. You peep through that little gate. Oh, I hear some sirens next door. <laughs> Mercedes, you're a thousand percent guilty oh, of, of spying oh, on your name. Oh, aren't we confident today? <laughs> well, well, well. You're about to be blown away because I am... Not going to lie, I am guilty. Yes, 100%. 100%. Um, I don't spy in a creepy way, like a peeping Tom or anything. But, like, I've had people let their dogs poop in my yard. So whenever I see someone walking a dog, I always run up to the window and I look. I'm like, are they letting their dog go to the bathroom in my yard? No, they are not good. Or if they are, then I step out there and I'll be like, would you like a plastic bag? I have some inside. And then, you know, so, yes. Absolutely guilty. You know me too well. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't think in the creepy way too. Like, oh, look at the new uh, pool boy. Judge your friends. We do it every Thursday. And now we've got heads up. And we want caller 20 at 702-364-9400. That's you. You're playing heads up. And this is a great prize. We have two tickets for you to go check out Seal. just love his voice and he is going to be at the venetian theater at the venetian on june 3rd who wants to go caller 20 you get to pick your category and your partner and if you get six answers in 60 seconds you are going caller 20 plays 702-364-9400 it's time for heads up with mercedes in the morning on mix 94.1 all right let's get our contestant hey jennifer you're calling Yes. Okay, let's pick a category. There's two left this week. Do you want to go with solitaire or promposal? Um, let's go promposal. Okay. Um, we just 
just finished up prom season here. These are all things that are associated with prom, okay? Okay. Okay, who do you want to pick as your partner? Uh, let's go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Jennifer, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to go see Seal, and you start now. This is the long car that they all get into to go to the dance. Yes. This is the person who plays the music at the dance. DJ? Yes. Um, this is this is what uh, this is where the DJ is playing his music at the what? <laughs> the prom. Um, what's I, I what, the dance. Yes, yes. Um, she is voted the greatest of them all at the <laughs> at the, the prom queen. Yes. Um, h- hey, do you want to go on a blank with me? Um. A date? Yes. This is the thing they put around the the girl's wrist or pin it on them. Of course not. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Woo! Oh, you were so good, Jennifer. Some of my clues really stunk, but no, you still got it. Congratulations. <laughs> nice job. Now you get to go see Seal. Congratulations. Yay. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jennifer. Hold on one second. And you're going to go see Seal as well. We've got your tickets to see Seal tomorrow morning at 825 when you win heads up. If you ever want to be a part of the show, you have a comment, a question, give us a call or text us at 702-364-9400. I'm about to text you both a photograph uh, that my husband sent me yesterday. So right now, Matt is in Southern California picking up my daughter from school. It was her first year of college, and uh, she had her last final yesterday, so they are on their way back to Las Vegas. And um, you have to, like, clean your dorm room. You have to do a full-on clean top to bottom. They come in to see if there's any damage. Um, It's a whole thing. And so yesterday he sends me this picture that says WTF on it. And I look, I'm like, what is that? Like, I can't even tell what this is a photo of. While cleaning the room, he proceeded to get her uh, table fan. And she's been complaining about how she's been so sniffly lately. This fan is completely covered in dust and nastiness. And he's like, no wonder you've been sick. Look at this thing. Did you get the picture? I got it. Attachment one image. I'm going to open it up here right now. See it for the first time live on the air. Opening it right now. Oh, isn't that disgusting? Oh, my, oh, oh no, she is not. No. And that's a powerful fan, too. That has been Mercedes, blowing in that real. room. That's not. That no. is. Look at the no. shoes. Yeah, Those I are Matt's shoes. Know, Matt's shoes. <laughs> that's like a Photoshop or something. That's. Oh, my gosh. It's disgusting. That's horrific. That'd make anyone's. Oh. And that's been blowing on the, on them for who knows how long? Directly on her face and stuff at night when she sleeps and everything? Oh, my gosh. Oh. I'm just, like, horrified at it. Have you ever <sighs> cleaned something out and just found the most disgusting thing? Maybe it was your kid's room. Maybe it was just something that you forgot about, and then it was there, and then you found it, and it was, like, 
oh, oh, or maybe you just notice some smell and, and then all of a sudden you're, you're like trying to figure out where it's coming from. Usually kids' rooms smell. Whenever I went to visit them, I never smelled anything bad. It always smelled good. Well, maybe because this fan wasn't blowing any was smells it around. Or yeah. it, wasn't, it, was, it was just blowing dust out at all of us. It was so disgusting. Who's found the most disgusting thing when cleaning something out? What was it? Is it as bad as this fan? Um, I would say post a picture of it, but I don't want to hurt my daughter's feelings. No, yeah, yes, she's like, what? Oh, everyone commenting. <laughs> but that is, I'm getting my allergies are acting up. I'm getting uh, sick just looking at it. We uh, it wasn't a kid, but we moved into our first apartment together. My buddy Tim and I, Paradise Bay Club. We'd it was almost the same thing as this Mercedes. We didn't know you were supposed to change your air conditioning filters. So we moved in. We moved in in July, and my buddy's girlfriend moved in with us in December. So we went July to December here in Vegas, never changing our air filters. She moved in, and she's like, "What's? It's just like something's off here." And she says to me, "When's the last time you changed the air filters?" I'm like, "Change the what?" She's like, "The air filters." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And so she looks at it and sees it, and it's just like this. It's just nastiness. And ever since that day. I always stay on top of changing air filters. I'm like, oh, you're supposed to change those things? I didn't know. Oh, see, there's so many issues with these air filters because people either don't know. There's no there's no air filter class when you Mm-mm. become a, a an adult to teach you to do these things. I didn't know either. Um, apparently, my husband's listening on the app because he wrote the entire room was a dusty mess. Um, yeah, I gather from that fan. Anyone Can anyone outdo the nasty air filters or fan? Um, Someone just texted us. It says, I had to pull out my stove to replace and didn't realize how much grease and crumbs built up on the side walls in the back. It was disgusting. Yeah. Anything to do with food? Oh, boy. I mean, did you ever did you ever hear that? Was it you or was it me? I don't remember it being me. I think it was you where one of us went grocery shopping and we bought chicken breasts. Maybe it oh, was. Oh, yeah. Was it, it was, you it was or the me? Back, I don't know. But yes, was it both of us? Because I had that happen once to me when I was just out of college. But I realized what was going on. Oh, no. You know what? I think it was you. Or we're, we no, look like was, that yes. Spider-Man meme pointing at each other right now. I think it was me. It was me. I did. It slid out. It slid out of the bag. Yes, yes that's it what was. it was. So you're driving. You smell this awful stench in the middle of the summer of the Vegas heat. And it's like, what is that? You go look in your trunk, and how long were those chicken breasts in there? It was pork chops. Oh, it was pork, pork chops. chops. Yes, because I remember they looked—they they were like lightly roasted. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. I remember looking at them and going, "Okay, it does look like they were in the oven?" It was pork chops. That's what it was. Yes. This would have been like our old house, so between 05 and 09. But yeah, I just remember the summertime. All of a sudden, it's like, that's back when I drove that big old uh, Chevy Tahoe, too. So they, they slid somewhere in the back of it. It was so nasty. I uh, My sink was clogged the other day, and I uh, so I took the little middle thing out. And um, I could just tell there was a clog, so I took some tweezers to try to grab what was ever in there. It was the biggest chunk of my hair, <laughs> just tons of my hair with all this black stuff all over the gunk it was disgusting i i was like wow i am gross <laughs> 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 we're
we're all there. We're all there. But I'm glad you got that. Is Mac going to just throw the fan out, by the way? Yeah, they didn't keep yeah, it. It's they didn't keep repair. it. Hot threes up next. What do you got for us? Okay, we are going to talk about Americans and skipping health care because it's too expensive. Are you one of these people? That's on the way. Also, what are the top home decor choices that we regret? Think about what it is in your home. And speaking of forgetting about things or spoiled food, a woman hid this in her cheating boyfriend's apartment. Wait until you hear what it was. It's all coming up next in the Hot 3. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. Americans are foregoing health care services at higher rates. A new survey from the Federal Reserve shows that 28% of people went without some form of medical care last year because it was just too expensive. That number climbed by 4% year over year. The survey found Americans were most likely to skip dental care followed by a doctor's visit and prescription medication. They also neglected to schedule follow-up visits and mental health counseling. The U.S. spends more on health care than any other high-income country in the world, but we rank at the bottom on a lot of the significant health metrics. How, where's, oh, we're not mathing the math. It's, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's pretty expensive. When you sit there and at the end of the year, when you you make your if you if your company provides healthcare and you make your selections as you're going through, all of a sudden you get done. Like, wait, what? How much you taking out per paycheck? It seems nuts. Not just that, but on top of it, you usually still have to pay something out of pocket. Yes, I told you how it was a couple of months ago. Um, my husband made me to go to the emergency room because I was not in a good way, and uh, I was like, no, I don't want to go, and. I'll be honest, in the back of my mind, part of the reason was I knew I was going to get a big bill after the fact. And I was like, no, it's too expensive. He's like, we have insurance. I'm like, no, we'll still get a big bill. And he's like, you're going. So I went and, you know, they pumped me full of fluids and um, they got me all set. And two months later, I get this bill like $1,300. And that's after the insurance. I looked at the before price. It was $12,000. I was there for less than two hours and i was just like oh oh my gosh like yeah. it was crazy and that's with your insurance yes what's an ambulance ride i heard an ambulance ride knock on wood is like super expensive even if you have insurance i don't know and um i'll never find out unless someone makes me go in because uh i read that you should call an uber instead of an ambulance it's way less expensive we were at bite of las vegas this was 10 years ago maybe longer when laura my wife worked here at the radio station and our sales manager do you remember when my our sales manager hit laura with the golf cart yes i do remember that <laughs> i think both were i think it was on a dare no just kidding <laughs> she's driving the bar. i dare you to hit her with the car get her i um. never pass up a good dare <laughs> so laura goes down she's in pain and there's an ambulance there at bite and our gm at the time he says put her in the ambulance i'm like no he's like she's got to go in the ambulance to the hospital i'm like absolutely not he's like if it's a company thing she's going i'm like well, was the company paying for the ambulance he's like you can drive her yeah she's like he's like uh, gotcha <laughs> go ahead chase you can leave and take her um also this morning, uh, home decorating. I, I think we all kind of have like a theme to our home or maybe it's uh, you've made a decision as far as dec decorating that you look back on now. And we're like, ah, that, that was probably a mistake. Well, a new survey asked people the top spots that we'd like to revamp 
our in our home and number one was living room that's the place we would most likely give our home a makeover bedroom was number two kitchen was number three but think long and hard before you make any of those bold decorating choices because according to that poll there are some things that you may end up regretting what are do you have a home decor choice that you regret making Hmm. currently or it could be in the past um you know currently i like i like our setup it's like a kind of like a desert joshua tree theme to it i really like it um but i go i go back to like my solo days when i was single um i would you know we we do a radio station meet and greet and i meet the goo goo dolls and they'd sign like a headshot i would take that headshot frame it and hang it up in my <laughs> <laughs> so i bring a date home and she's like oh the goo goo dolls i'm like yes jc best <laughs> Johnny Resnick. <laughs> yes. I had Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> I had like uh, Vertical Horizon, and that was like my decor. Oh. So, yeah, looking back, I don't know. I thought it was cool at the time, but I wouldn't do that today. No way. My biggest regret as far as home decor goes is uh, right when my daughter was born, I was like, let's. We took our spare office and made that her nursery. And that's like, what color do you want to paint it? And I came up with the idea of painting it navy blue the darkest navy you could ever imagine for a a, a little girl's nursery <laughs> it was so dark in there <laughs> even during the middle of the day it was so dark and i'm like we gotta paint over this we called painter and he's like oh this is gonna be really hard to paint over because it's so right, yeah. dark I was like, why did I pick that color? I love the color, but it was not a color for your walls at all. And poor, was it Sophie or Brooklyn? Poor Sophie, Sophie going in there in like this oh. dungeon, like she's supposed to be relaxing. Like, ah. It literally looked like you were underneath the water or something in the darkest depths <laughs> of the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, like the Titanic in oh, there somewhere. Oh my gosh. Um, well, according to this, these are the top regrets as far as decorating goes. Shag carpet is number one. That's followed by... Um, recessed seating or like those conversation pits do you know what i'm talking about where like you go you step down to go oh, i thought they were the, cool yeah oh, those are those are big i don't regrets. have it but i remember like seeing those yeah where, like you step into like the living like sit down yeah uh, uh tvs mounted higher than eye level so you have to look up at the tv uh putting your tv over a fireplace and wood paneled walls. Some of the other ones include um, vinyl wall stickers, like those fat head decals that you used to put uh, on your walls, um, lawn ornaments, kitchen islands, which I love kitchen islands. Those are fabulous. Um, and then popcorn ceilings, though, that was uh, on the list. Why are, same thing. We don't have an island, but we have like it kind of sticks out like an island, like uh, I guess a peninsula sticking out. A peninsula? Uh, is that what they're called? Uh, just Does, like, is it like an L shaped thing? Yeah, the L shaped thing, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, in our mind, we eventually want to get our kitchen redone at some point. And the goal, we'd want to put a big island there in the center, get rid of that, make a nice island. That's where everyone convenes, the island. Yeah, that's like the spot. It, have you notice when you have people over everyone is ends up in the kitchen like all the parties we've ever had we all end up in the kitchen somehow and uh the island's perfect you put a couple bar stools there people just sit and eat but i'll clean the whole house and no one goes anywhere else in the kitchen. <laughs> they set her there yeah all right finally this morning this might be the most petty but brilliant way you could ever get back at someone so a woman in the uk is going viral because she caught her boyfriend cheating and got back at him by hiding smelly food in his apartment we were just talking about this so um 
She, um, there's a video where she opens up the curtain rods above one of his windows and stuffs a bunch of shrimp in there. Oh, she says his place smelled for months. They could not figure out why her video inspired other people to tell their own revenge stories in the comments. And some of those are pretty solid too. Someone removed a back panel from their ex's TV and put crab meat in it. Um, a woman brushed a guy's toilet with his toothbrush and put it back. You know that liquid that comes in the jars of minced garlic? Yes. Someone dumped that in a guy's shoes. All of oh. them. All of them. All of his shoes. And then someone filled a spray bottle with milk and sprayed it all over the person's carpet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Some ideas for I you. I was going to say. I was going to say. <laughs> Don't do this. It sounds nasty, but you give people ideas, Mercedes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> and that, that, uh, that garlic juice. Ooh, nasty. <laughs> gotta let that end oh man i love the end of that song it's just so mysterious you gotta respect the song <laughs> respect the music um it is 904 what so what song are you talking about well I'm, I'm putting some stuff together so tomorrow we have the friday rewind and the rewind quiz the nine o'clock hour that we do and i'm kind of gonna jump start on some stuff and i'm going through which year i'm gonna pick and i was looking back um to 1997 uh is it 97 this one came out here um do you remember this song right here Nasty song. You don't realize it's nasty. Yes! Until you really start listening to the lyrics. 98 it came out. Oh my gosh. But I would like to... Okay, listen. Oh, I thought you said listen because you were about to say something no. profound. I'm like, go ahead. Listen, the lyrics to the song, you know, you're singing it, like singing, and you don't realize what you're saying. It's one of these songs, if you're singing out loud, you don't realize what you're saying until you seriously break down the lyrics to the song of how, like, how dirty the song is. If you uh, are not familiar, it's basically they're at a club, they're dancing on the floor, um, he's dancing uh, behind her, and um, he gets very excited about dancing behind her, and she notices, and <laughs> <laughs> that's what But the like, kids are, like, singing it. Yeah. They don't know what they're singing. No. I was the same way as a kid. With a couple of songs, most notably the song I would always sing. I had no idea what I was singing was OPP. <laughs> yeah, you know me. I'm down with OPP. I mean, are you kidding me? I didn't even know what that stood for. They said, how can I explain it? I'll take you frame by frame it. To have y'all jump and shall we sing in it? Always for other people. Pee, uh, always for other P is for people scratching temple. The last P, well, that's not that simple. I was like, oh, it's not that simple. It's too confusing. I'm not going to wonder about it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> when I found out what it was about and that I was singing that with no care in the world, I was like, dear Goodness gracious. I want to make sure I have it right. So please don't be offended by what I put up on the on the uh, call screener. Mm -hmm. Well, that and something else. JC is asking me, what does OPP stand for? Um, in the words of Tretch, he says, uh, <laughs> the last P, well, that's not that simple. It's sort of like another way to call a cat a kitten. It's mm -hmm. five little letters that are missing here. You get on occasion at the other party as a game and seems I got to start to explain it. Bust it. So that's the first one. 
Then he says, as for the ladies, OPP means something gifted. The first two letters the same, but the last is something different. It's the longest, loveliest, lean. I call it the leanest. <laughs> it's another five-letter <laughs> word rhyming with cleanest and the meanest. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The leanest, the cleanest, I, the meanest. I, I was singing that. <laughs> what is wrong? With You're me? in the car with your mom. No one even corrected me. No one even said, like, hey, you maybe should not be singing this. Oh, no, I'll sing it. You're so happy that you get the lyrics down. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Oh, yeah. To this day, I still remember those lyrics, man. It's uh, had a long-lasting impact on me. Yeah, so, so you start, <laughs> start singing the songs around your parents. Make sure you understand the lyrics. Oh. Mix wow. Are you supposed to start that one? Or is yeah, I think, I don't know. Well, yeah, I think I'll start that okay. one. Okay. <laughs> because I'm angry right now. Why? I'm angry at ChatGPT. In my mind, they got something wrong. So I'm sitting here with ChatGPT, and I punched in on ChatGPT. Name the top five female singing voices of all time. Give me the top ten. Sorry, top ten female singing voices of all time. And they left someone out, and I couldn't believe it. Who they left out was Tina Turner. You think she's one of, she has one of the top ten singing voices of all time? Without a shadow of a doubt. Absolutely. And ChatGPT didn't put her in the top 10. I do have their top 10. And their top 10 picks are very strong, powerful ladies. But I was just expecting Tina to be maybe even top five. Definitely in the top 10. Yeah, you're going to say this after the, the day after she passes away and make me look like the bad guy. But if, if, the, if the question was who are some of the, who are the top 10 female performers of all time, absolutely. Absolutely, she's there. But I, I wouldn't put her in the top ten voices of all time. Really? No, I put her in the ten to twenty range. Okay. But yeah, and and I don't, yeah, I don't want to be disrespectful to her because no. I love the lady and I think she's a fantastic performer. She has a great voice, but I think there are better voices. Okay, what are some of the voices you have, and who do you think ChatGPT AI picked as? The top female singing voice of all time. Well, the first first person to pop into my head was Adele. I think Adele has to be. Yeah, they got her at number nine. Okay, um, Aretha Franklin. Ah, yeah, number one. The Queen of Soul. Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. Stunning vocal range and the ability to effortlessly hit high notes. They got her at number two. Um, Celine Dion. Celine Dion. They got her at six. I would have put her at either one or two, honestly. Um, some of the, there's, there's one person on here that I've never heard of, by the way. Uh, is who is the one that sings at last my love? I see, I don't sound like her. Etta James, Etta right? Etta James, Etta James, yes. Etta James. What a voice. We're thinking Etta James right here. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, they didn't put Etta James in the top 10. Patsy Klein? No, Patsy Klein. Oi. Uh, Billy Holiday? Billy Holiday is not there in the top 10. This is a tragic. Oh, wait, no. Tragic. Wait, wait, Billy Holiday is? Hold on, Steph. Billy Holiday's in the top 10? Oh, yeah, she is. Sorry, she's seven. 
you knows. Oh, oh man, man, beautiful voice. You ever song does it take you back to a moment in time? Like oh. I'm right there with her. This is like way before our time, but for some reason I'm there. That's weird. Um, who else? I'm, I'm looking at the text line. Someone says Mariah Carey. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's got an incredible voice. Yeah, Chat GPT says she has the fourth best female singing voice of all time. Did, did, I don't know who else would be. I, I'm sure there's more that I'm missing, but those are the ones that would 100% definitely go on my list. Those are the big ones, yeah. Uh, so they have number three is Ella Fitzgerald. I don't know enough of her music to make that call, but she sounds great to me there. Okay, you ever heard of Maria Callas? She is an opera singer. I have not, but wow. Beautiful, right? That voice. Oh my gosh. I have not heard of her, though. Uh, how about uh, this one right here? Down on me. Down on me. Looks to give a baddie in his whole round world. Is that Janis Joplin? Janis Joplin, yeah. Oh. They got her at number eight, and then they put Bar- Barbara Streisand at number ten. Oh, my gosh, yes. Barbara Streisand. Yeah. I didn't even think about her. Absolutely. People are saying Dolly Parton, Rosemary Clooney, Nora Jones, Christina Aguilera, Julie Andrews, OPP. Oh, no, that was from the previous conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Naughty by nature? What? Sometimes the text messages blend into each other. What's trending's coming up next? What do you have for us? All right. We are going to talk about... Speaking of the the legend, Tina Turner, she passes away. We're going to get you details on that. Also, uh, this morning, sorry, I'm trying to find all my stuff. Um, big news from Taylor as far as new music goes. And Netflix, they're cracking down. We'll explain coming up next in What's Trending. Probably trending already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Tina Turner is trending this morning. The music icon widely referred to as the queen of rock and roll passed away yesterday at the age of 83. She rose to fame in the 1960s. She was part of the Ike and, Tur- Ike and Tina Turner Review with her husband, Ike Turner. And after escaping his abuse in 1976, she went solo and that's where everything took off for her her 1984 album private dancer uh came out and featured songs like this hit also songs like better be good to me the title track private dancer following year, she was in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. That uh, movie featured her song, We Don't Need Another Hero. She sold uh, 200, like, it's just jaw-dropping, 200 million albums. She won eight Grammys. And her 1986 memoir, I, Tina, detailed 
Ike's abuse, her journey back to the top, and it inspired the 1993 movie, What's Love Got to Do With It, with Angela Bassett. Tina, she credited her legendary stamina to exercise, eating well, never smoking, drinking, or doing drugs. There's uh, so many songs of hers that I love, but there's one, I don't know if we have, it's called Private Dancer, and she's singing about, you know, you're a stripper dancing in a club, and just, it's the, it's a great song, it's kind of a slow build song, and finally it punches in, but at one point she's, it's a a dated song, because it's an older song and she's the stripper singing to the guy talking about what she takes as payment and she's like uh oh it's in play but she's like american express mastercard or even diners club will do what is diners club diners club was like it was like an old school like credit card i think it went away in the 80s but she's singing about it she's like american express visa or diners club will do oh wow that's a great song Cash App, Zelle, or Venmo. <laughs> the re- we'll revamp the song. Yeah, exactly. Also trending this morning is Taylor Swift. In the midst of her Eras tour and releasing Taylor's versions of her previous albums, Taylor Swift has yet another surprise for us. She is dropping a deluxe edition of her latest album that she is calling the Midnight's Till Dawn edition. She announced that the song Karma it is going to be re- remixed featuring rising rap superstar Ice Spice. I cannot wait to hear that. And then she says there's going to be a new version of Snow on the Beach with Lana Del Rey. She says she and Lana went back into the studio and there's more Lana on this song. Um, So that's going to be exciting. And the new uh, deluxe edition, which is going to be released tonight, will also feature a new song from The Vault. And that song is called You're Losing Me. So very excited about that coming out nine o'clock tonight. And then finally this morning, Netflix is trending. They've started rolling out that crackdown on password sharing in the U.S. From here on out, anyone using your account, they better live with you because they're charging another $7.99 for anyone living outside your home to use your account. Premium subscribers, you can add up to two non-household items members while standard plan subscribers can only add one and primary account holder holders will have to set a household location on their devices although you'll still be able to use your account when you travel and do not bank on uh people making a big deal and the outrage because they rolled this out in other countries and they've actually seen an increase in paid memberships in some regions including canada so be ready for that and that is what's trending This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.